The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. On this week's episode of Mule Talk, we have a real working cowboy from Malaga, New Mexico. His name is Lonnie King. Lonnie, welcome back to Mule Talk. Okay, I kind of figured that uh, you would come back on since currently there's no wanted posters on you, so... Not in your part of the country. No, so that's that's why I thought it would be okay (laughs) to have you back on. (laughs) <laughs> they can't find me anyway. <laughs> so, tell me, I explain the true dish of chili because I, if I remember this right, the argument is real chili has no beans. That's correct. Okay. Chili is a it's a an old Mexican dish of the probably the lower class, and normally it was made out of goat meat. Oh. Because uh, they, they had a lot more goats than they did cows. The poor people, the peons, you know. But it's a, uh, and it's a uh, goat, uh, chili is normally cubed in half inch to inch cubes. And then it's simmered in, uh, the meat is, it's chili, there's chili and then there's chili con carne. Chili con carne is what the gringos call chili. Oh, okay. The okay. real chili doesn't have meat in it. You know, it's a, uh, it's just chilies, uh, stewed, stewed chilies. Okay, got it. And, wow. Uh, when you put when you put uh, beans in it, it becomes chili with beans, not chili. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a word game. I I get a lot of fun out of it. Well, you are just the man to clear it up, and I do appreciate you. Uh, informing us and keeping us correct on this. Well, I do my best to keep everybody corrected. You know, that's me, Mr. <laughs> <Quickness>. <laughs> right, right. You're so politically correct. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. So, so I'm not opinionated. No, no, sir. You are not. You're you're the yeah. most flexible man I know of. There you go. <laughs> now, you know, the amazing thing about you is you you work on a cattle ranch and you work from off of your mule. That's correct. Okay. And and what is this mule's name? Do, does he have a name that we can repeat on the air here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's, I, I named him good. He's Guapo. It's Spanish word. G-U-A-P-P-O. Yeah, guapo. Yeah, that means handsome in Spanish. Of course. And uh, how old is guapo? He's supposed to be about eight. Okay. And um, I guess um, you guys now have a special bond? Well, it's a love-hate relationship. I should have named him Hemrod. <laughs> okay. So, but but you have a working partnership now, isn't that right? Oh yeah, yeah. He's coming around. He's he's terribly barring Hertzshire. Right, right. I he's, heard that. He's, he's he's coming along. He's he's far from being perfect, but he's a whole lot better than he was. Right, right. So now, in your opinion, Lonnie, do you find that to be more of a fault in horse mules, you know, the male mules, to be like herd sour? Well, it seems to be, you know. I yeah. I don't know any, any statistics or anything, but it seems to be that John mules. Right. Um, right, 
Right. Yeah, I kind of, I tend to cling to that thought too. I don't know. It's just like they kind of grow up being a, a thumb sucker and you really have to... Well, they probably drink Bud Light. Uh, oh, ooh, now that is not a good thought, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I don't drink the stuff myself. So while we're on the uh, the topic of beer, what is your favorite flavor? What do you like for beer? There's only one beer. I don't know why people don't understand that. Okay. That's Shiner Buck. Oh. Made in Shiner, Texas. That's right. Shiner Buck. Oh, yes. That is a good beer. Yes, ma'am. So, do you make uh, regular beer runs to Texas, or do you just have it shipped in? Uh, I really don't drink that much beer. Uh, when friends come by, I'll break one out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't really drink that much beer. Well, I have a at night, and that's about it. Well, what about that liquor bill that we ran up in town when we were doing that documentary on you? And, and you know, that that was a tax write-off. You know that. Well, come back. <laughs> <laughs> that was something. You know, all we had to do was just sort of drink it there while, while we were filming and doing it on the set, and then we got to write it off. So There you go. Yeah. So you you picked up this dog from a, from a shelter? Yeah, Carlsbad has an animal shelter. It's, uh, they had quite a few dogs there, and I went through there, and this one had the most pitiful look on its face. It really looked homely? She was scheduled to go to Denver for a euthanization room. Oh. I got her just in time. Oh, good for you. So, but she's a doll. I, I really do enjoy her. She's a lot of company. So this this dog took a liking to you? Oh yeah, I can't do nothing. That dog's right behind me every step I make. I guess so, boy. I, I mean, it sleeps on the bottom of the bed there, and I can wake her in the middle of the night. She's got her nose stuck right in my face, just staring at me. <laughs> well, I guess that's okay to be awake by uh, by a dog. So, but she goes to work with you, is that right, Lonnie? Well, she goes everywhere I go. Just I don't let her go with me to work cattle. I see. She's uh, she's half red healer and half pit bull, and she wants to work cattle. Okay. And I don't want her working them. Okay, so you just, you don't want her out there working the cows? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So I chain her up, and she, she doesn't like that program too much. Oh, all right, got it. Hmm. So um, did you even go to the expense of buying your dog a collar? Oh, well, my daughter had one made. It's got her name on it and my name and phone number and all that stuff. Really? Well, how cool yeah. is that? Oh, that's yeah, pretty... She, uh, it's, it's a sure enough nice collar. So what is your dog's name? Um, Miss Maggie Magoo, same as my Brad. Yeah, Miss Maggie Magoo. I like that. I like that. That's pretty neat. So, does Miss Maggie Magoo, does she have like a bandana that you can dress her up from time to time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's got her little snot rag at tie on her. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, I got to ask this, but, um... I'm assuming that you already had dinner tonight. No, not yet. I was, I just, I had a cow get snake bit and she died and I had to drag her to the bone pile and I just stepped in the house there when you called. 
Oh man, I was gonna ask you about that cow. So, so oh man, that's a shame. So. Yeah, Hard to laugh. I lost my little bird. At the same, they both died at the same time. Really? So you so lost? I got my booger. I don't want to come to the house and hide. Oh. I'm going to be next. Oh, man. So you you found this little bird, and you found it in your heart to try to um, give it a, a chance. Yeah, and... it was struggling so hard. I thought, well, shoot, I'm going to try to help that little rascal live. Mm. Well, that's pretty nice of you. You know, you're getting pretty soft-hearted. And, oh, no. and you're... Well, you know, when you get up to be around 80, your perspective on life changes. I see. So I just, I don't even like to hunt anymore. But you know what, Lonnie? You, I have learned so much from you. And I really, really do admire you for many, many things. Appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're just... You're an awesome guy. You are a worker. You love your work, and uh, you have empathy for animals and kindness in your heart. So I, I just think the world of you. Well, so. thank you. That's, that's a mutual feeling also. Well, thank you, sir. Now, um... But you should have been here yesterday. I'd have put you to flanking calves. Well, you know what? I, I could have done it. I probably could. Well, I don't know if I can. I can't. I can't do. I can do small goats. Now, I'm not big enough. I can't do the, the calves. It's mostly technique. Technique? So there yeah. there's a skill set to this? Oh, definitely. Timing and technique is is the key to flanking. Okay. And you gotta, you got to work with another guy that's got the same timing technique that you do. Wow. Oh, that must work. Well, okay. Is there any way that you can put some of this on video for us greenhorns out here that want to learn that skill set? Oh, have to do it. Well, when Brandon come up, you know, mm -hmm. we just we just branded a few head yesterday. It wasn't all that much, but yeah, we could probably do something like that. I've got somebody that can know how to video. Cool. Cool. Okay. So um, I also I admired your quirt that you picked up from from Randy Roberts, right? That's right. That's a really quality piece of work that he did on that quirt. Yes. I was really impressed. I was too. So I ordered one that uh, with, with, with the turquoise in it, and uh, let me tell you, that is. That's just what my mule needed. But that's a nice-looking quirt with the turquoise in it. Yes, yes it is. It sets it off. I mean, we just uh, step up in the saddle and we just get down to business. And yeah. That's yeah. just, you know, what it's made for, so... Um, yeah, most people have a misconception about a quirt. They think it's something you beat an animal with, and that's kind of similar to spurs. You just, you gotta know how to use them. <laughs> right, you gotta know how to use them, exactly. Right. Huh. Well, I, you know, there's only one way to educate people about that, Lonnie. And um, I think we need to come out and do some more videos of you. Oh, that'd be great. I'd enjoy that. Yeah. We could, uh, we could film you and uh, we can get it all together and uh, process it and do the edits on it. And um, you would be just the guy to get the point across about how to work with these mules with the proper tack. I mean, you've been doing this for, what, how many years? Well, I started when I was about 15. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that was in about 1957, 58, somewhere along in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... And what about your line shack days? I mean, you worked in a line shack. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was way back in there. It was, well, there's, to Guadalupe, our headquarters here at Guadalupe, I was on the back side of the mountain over there. Well, you, I showed you that canyon up there. At, yes, sir. When my mother was born. Mm-hmm. But uh, from the ranch headquarters, it's about 10 miles across the mountain over there to it. But if you get to it by highway or vehicle, it's about 150 miles. And uh, anyway, they sent one summer, they sent me over there. I just, I was working there out of school. And they sent me over there in that line shack. And I was over there six weeks without seeing another human being. Right. Didn't have electricity or running water. Just had a sister and a coal oil lamp. Had one old True West magazine, and I could quote you verbatim every advertisement on ever tell you what page it was on. <laughs> old <bitch. laughs> I read that thing a jillion times. Oh, well. Okay, but did you keep a journal? No, nah, I didn't. We you didn't, didn't even take pictures back then. I, my wife and I was talking one day, she said, it's a shame, but we never took pictures of all that. Right. Stuff. Right, I, I get that. But to take a pencil and paper and write a journal, I mean, that that would just be priceless. No, I never did any of that. It's just a common everyday work, you know. We didn't think anything about it. Hmm. Everybody did it that way. Hmm. You know? Wow. Well, I really enjoyed talking to you about it because I was able to write a couple of good feature articles about yeah. you and and they were well received and of course you you always you've always got got some kind of work lined up so you're no longer doing the chuck wagon thing right well that's my biggest regret is selling that uh really well yeah when margaret died i was I wasn't thinking that and i just kind of kind of give up and i just in a hmm. moment of, I don't know what, depression or whatever, I don't know what it was, but I just said, I, I really enjoyed that working with those kids like we did going to schools. That's, I, I like that better than anything I've ever done. I know you, you did, but then I remember you saying that it was uh, hard to get people to help you. And you yeah, you couldn't get help. Couldn't get help and I couldn't get financing. Oh, okay. I was paying for that. When we used to go to them schools, it it cost me anywhere from two hundred to three hundred fifty dollars a day to go to them schools. And I was paying for that out of my pocket. Now that amazes me that the school district did not have the funds. Well, they 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 pitch in fifty or seventy five dollars, you know. Yeah, right. It just got to where I couldn't keep it up. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, I get it. Losing Maggie, I just lost. Lost all desire to do anything there for a while. Well, and then, but as I understand it, when you go to town, your dance card is filled up. Is that right? <laughs> well, I don't go to town much. I stay pretty much <laughs> out here at the ranch. <laughs> That's probably where you should stay. Because when you're out yeah. there and you're not supervised, I do kind of get worried. Well, I have a tendency to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm used to in my younger days. I, I had an image step over. I was a young cowboy. I mean, a lot of trouble over the years. Yeah. Well, tell me what what's next on the ranch agenda. What do you got to do tomorrow? 
this old ranch I've got, it's a historic old ranch, but mm-hmm. they, it's really run down. They, they didn't take very good care of it. Oh, boy. We're, we're in the big middle of a big construction project. Okay. We've got, we've got about 20 miles of fence we're going to have to have built. Okay. We've got a lot of water lines and water cows we're going to have to run and set up. Uh-huh. And uh, we're not going to get many cattle until we get it done. Right. We've got one sec- one pasture where it's got three sections in it. Okay. And it's, it's, that's just way too much country to have work out try to get the cattle in it okay brush in there and they, they get wild pretty quick in there yeah i bet they do so tell us once again what is a section how many a acres section, section is 640 acres okay got it one, one square mile yes sir all right and then this that this ranch is a township it's 36 sections mm, okay With six sections on this side of the highway and 30 on the other side Mm. There you go. Wow. You bounce your butt around that thing. You've been somewhere. So, okay, so here's a dumb question. Where's the the nearest cell tower? Um, I've got a lot of good cell service out here if you have Verizon. Now, if you have AT&T, you're just out of luck. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm in this oil field of Verizon is the service everybody uses. Hmm. It's pretty well got coverage out here just about anywhere. Do you wear a watch? Yeah. Okay. Is it like a regular watch, or do you wind it up, or? Oh, it's just one of battery operated. I've got a Casio right now. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. You know, because with, with everybody carrying phones and everything, they're always looking at their phone for the time, you know, and then they got these... Yeah. Apple watches now, you know, where the you can do all that stuff on this watch, and uh, I was just kind of wondering how, what what you used. Okay, well, I bought one of them smart watches, but it was smarter than I was, and I couldn't figure out how to use it. Well, you know what? Mine keeps telling me every hour to stand up, and and if I exceeded my stand goals, I don't even have any goals, and this thing is <laughs> telling me to to stand up every hour, and I'm like, wait a minute, I've been in the saddle for a couple of hours this morning, I don't feel like standing. <laughs> <laughs> or say that. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Yeah, I never did figure out how to use all those features on it. There's too much. Too yeah, much. too much stuff that can can go wrong. So, who does the shoeing out there for you? Do you do the shoeing, or does somebody else? I got I got my old back gets by me. I go to bend it over, and I get I got a good friend that's a top notch player. Okay, all right. I had a guy here this weekend. He's a natural natural horse. Trimmer, I guess you'd call him. He doesn't shoe horses, he trims them. Hmm. But he's got a, I mean, a huge customer base. Really? around Midland. Mm-hmm. And he, he was, he's getting interested in this, uh, these glue-on neoprene shoes. Did he put one on, put a set on mule out there yesterday or the day before yesterday? And this old ranch is pretty rocky. And it's, it's rough on horseshoes. It, uh, this old limestone rock, man, it really chews them up. Really? But, but he put a set of those shoes on yesterday, and you couldn't even tell they'd been worked on them. Okay, and these shoes are made out of neoprene? Well, it's some kind of composite material like that. I don't know if it's okay. neoprene or not, but they're, 
plastic shoes is what I call them. Okay, so how, how, what is the thickness on this shoe? Oh, it's about five-eighths of an inch thick. Wow. It's a little bit thicker than a regular horseshoe. Right. Okay. Now, what kind of nails does he use? They don't use nails. They use glue. They glue them on. Really? Yeah. Now, that that just fascinates me. Yeah, I was was really interested in it. I'm curious to see how it's going to work because it, it lets the feet flex still, see? It's mm-hmm. right. flex, but it's, it's pretty durable in these rocks, mm-hmm. and it sure stops you from flipping and falling. It's like up there. I'd love to climb up there on that Guadalupe Trail because it's such a treacherous trail that, man, if it stops you from slipping, it keeps you puckered up all the time up there, slipping and sliding. Wow. Okay. That would put a stop to all that. Interesting. Well, I, I'd be curious to hear more about that to see what you think of that. Yeah. Huh. See how it works on his mule, and I'm gonna bring him here and come over here and do mine. Hmm. So I just I just had him shot the other day for this before we started this cow work. So when I pull these shoes off, I'm gonna go back with uh, some of those plastic shoes, wherever okay. they are. Okay. Uh, so now, what about your truck? Do you uh, what what kind of truck are you driving now? I got a Nissan Titan. Really? Yeah, it's got that Cummins motor in it. I'll be darned. I really do like it. Okay. I did buy me a living quarter trailer here about a month ago, I guess. Really? Yeah. I bought a little Sundowner three-horse. Okay. Nissan pulls it great. I carried it down to Bandera when we went down there. That's where you should have been. You could have got some good footage down there. Oh, wow. Yeah, really. You need to put that on your schedule for next year. Bandera. Writing it down now. Well, there was about, I don't know, 15, 20-hour group. We had one campground all to ourselves, and we had a blast. Hmm. Well, that's really neat. So, are you going to make any modifications with this trailer, or is it set up the way you like it? No, it's it's, just use it like like it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Please tell me you don't have a TV, right? No, no. no yeah. TV. No TV. <laughs> I don't have a TV here. Where I'm at. Well, I've no. got a TV, but I don't have any, any service to it. Oh, man. I, I'm i so tired in the evening. I'm like, come on now. It's time to it's time to hit the sack. Read, it, read yeah, a little. I'll read a little something. And then... Sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm aggravate everybody on the phone and get everybody mad and I go to bed. <laughs> you know, you're really good at that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a natural gift. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 call you a doo doo disturber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you proudly wear that, don't you? You're just proud of you yourself. Betcha. You betcha. <laughs> well, Lonnie. You, uh, if you don't have a sense of humor, you just, you live miserably. That's right. That's, that's for sure. I, I do most of my stuff's in fun. I get aggravated every once in a while. Most of it's in fun, but. Mm-hmm. Right. I get that. Well, you know, sir, you've been uh, real generous with your time, and I do appreciate you coming back on to Mule Talk, and and I'm I'm proud to call you my friend. And well, the same here. 
I've, I've learned so much from you. I do believe we need to make another trip out there into cowboy land just so that we can write off another liquor bill, if, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> we need to have working cattle. I'd like and, that. And I'll give you the historical tour also. Very cool. Well, uh, give your dog a little little kiss from me and tell your mule I said howdy. You have fun fishing this weekend. You're still going to take off, right? Oh, you bet. Yeah, we're, me and my cousin are going down there. Okay, cool. It's probably, I think it's supposed to rain all week while we're down there, so I don't know how much fishing we'll get there. Well, just stop in there in Texas and get that shiner back, and I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I know my son will have fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for him. He's a team player. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lonnie, thanks again for coming on. They like you down. All right. Okay. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email. Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at everycowgirlsdream.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me. Meal Talk is an Every Cowgirl's Dream production.